everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Sunny Days and Double Plays, a Palm Beach baseball podcast. After a break for the Thanksgiving holiday, we are back. Uh, full slate of games last week. Um, I don't have a lot to go over, though, because um, I didn't get many stats uh, from this week's slate of games. Um, I obviously have the game, the Tribe Reds game. Um, we'll obviously talk about what Mike Solon had to say about the Thunder's performance. Um, but other than that, uh, I don't have many stats. Uh, I do know that Gerald pitched well in the uh, Hurricanes victory over the Warriors. Um, but I don't have a ton of stats to really uh, go over um, from the week that was. Uh, so coaches, if you're listening to this, or players, if you're listening to this, uh, try to get uh, your coaches to send me some scores and some stats so I can kind of come up with some stuff to uh, to talk about uh, at length uh, on future episodes. Uh, we'll start, though, Reds versus the Tribe from Dyer Park at 1230. Uh, the JEG Reds used a eight-run seventh inning to run rule the Tribe. 11-1 to one was the final. Um, for the JEG Reds, the winning pitcher was Mario. He went the distance, allowed eight hits, one run. It was earned while walking one and striking out six offensively. The Reds were led by Tony, who went three for four with two RBIs. Nestor went two for four with an RBI and a triple. Bryce had two hits. Mario had two hits, as well as hits from Daniel, Garvis, Kenny, Alex, and the manager himself, Junior, um, helped propel the 14-hit attack for the JEG Reds. For the Tribe, Dan DeSimone threw for four out of the leadoff spot. Sam Moss had a hit. Garrison Smith had a hit, as did Chino Gonzalez and Dawson scarf. Um, it just, it, it snowballed late. Uh, obviously, as you can tell uh, by the, by the eight run seventh inning uh, that propelled this uh, before that it was a three, one game. Um, the Reds scored two in the bottom of the first one in the third, the, the tribe mustered back a run in the fourth. Um, the, the, the tribe really, um, you know, and speaking from a, from a coaching perspective, as well as a, uh, perspective of you know being a part of the lineup uh, in this game, we uh, we were we, we just didn't have a, a couple of timely hits, um, and I and I think that really uh, hurt us. Um, it, it it we just couldn't get the runs in. Uh, we had a couple of opportunities to to attempt to score some runs, um, and we just weren't unable. We were unable to cash in those opportunities. Uh, and when you give those guys uh, the, the the Reds the extra the extra oomph of not making that pay, um, it hurts. Um, obviously, you know, Dan Dan leads off with the base hit. Sam gets on. We have first and second with nobody out. Can't score a run. Um, you know, we have guys on base in the third. Can't score. Uh, we score one in the in the fourth, but we leave two guys on, including one and two, or we leave them loaded. Um, you know, with Sam up, who's one of our better hitters. Uh, we we just uh, we couldn't cash in some opportunities that we we had to keep this game uh, closer. Uh, I, I will say that the final score doesn't do justice of how close this game actually was. Um, you know, plus we were we were super shorthanded, only had ten guys. Uh, the Reds also only had uh, ten or eleven. Um, the Thanksgiving break, uh, obviously, Junior and I talked before the game started. You know, he mentioned that he had a bunch of guys who were either still out of town, were working because they were off uh, for Thanksgiving. Or or we're, we're dinged up and we're injured, you know. And obviously we're 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 short we're short handed right now. 
um, with uh, a couple guys getting uh, healthy, somebody getting married, uh, Kemont becoming a professional cornhole player. Um, so, you know, we're a little dinged up ourselves, but, uh, you know, we're going to keep the fight alive, uh, obviously. So it, it wasn't the best. Uh, the final score doesn't do that game justice uh, in my mind. Um, I think it was a lot closer than what that score uh, portrays. But uh, all in all, great game by the JEG Reds. Congratulations to them uh, on the victory. Uh, other games, uh, I mentioned that Gerald De La Cruz pitched well for the Hurricane. They defeated the Warriors by a final score of, I believe it was 13-2. Let me double check here while I'm recording this as I'm half written down everything because, you know, I don't do anything the right way. Final score was 13 to nothing um, as they were able to defeat the Central Division Warriors. Um, I don't know anything about this game except for Gerald pitched well. Uh, kudos to Gerald for that. Uh, the Palm Beach Red Sox tied the Caribe Stars in a battle of teams in the Central and the American Division. Uh, they tied at five. The South Florida Beach Bums defeated the Sugar Kings by a final score of 10 to 10 to nothing. The Palm Beach Heat defeated the defending champion Palm Beach Diamondbacks by a final score of 10 to 8. The Marlins upended the Angels by a final score of 15 to 4. The Palm Beach Braves defeated the Boca Dirtbags by a final score of 9 to 5. And last but certainly not least, the Thunder picked up a 6 4 victory over the Delray Nationals. Manager Mike Solon had to say this uh, in his recap. The Nationals scored early and the Thunder scored late, giving some proof that it's not how you start, but how you finish. Historically, the Thunder have been atrocious in games played after the Thanksgiving break, and all seemed par for the course when the Nationals jumped out to an early 4-0 lead after two innings. However, a run in the 5th and a run in the 6th cut the Nationals lead to two, injecting some life back into the Thunder bench. Then in the top of the 7th, the Thunder sent nine men to the plate, scoring four runs to take a 6-4 lead. And the Nationals went down in the order in the bottom of the 7th, and the Thunder claimed victory as the time limit expired. Bobby Morganson led the way with three singles. Team hit leader Cleveland Westbrook picked up two more singles, and winning pitcher Cody Gardieri singled twice while driving in a run. Mike DeLue with an RBI, Wisley Correa with two RBIs came up big in the seventh with their only hits of the day, and Victor Her Henriquez and Greg Nicholson each singled. Guy Pachacho started on the mound for the Thunder. He tossed the first three uh, and left the game with the 4-0 deficit. Cody Gardieri pitched the next four, picking up the victory, striking out seven, of the 15 batters he faced. Uh, this one was a big one. Um, this game, uh, this victory, clinched 400 managerial victories for Mike Solon of the, of the Palm Beach Thunder. Uh, so from all of us here on Sunny Days and Double Plays, uh, congratulations, Mike, on win number 400 uh, in your career. Um, I had the, the, the honor of uh, sharing a bench with Mike during the, uh, the tournament over at uh, – ballpark of the Palm Beaches, which we were uh, fortunate enough to walk away victorious. Um, and, you know, if there's a guy that you can learn some stuff from, it, it's definitely Mike. Um, I learned a lot in the three games that, that I was there with him. Uh, great guy, great record. Uh, congratulations again, Mike, on, on victory number 400 uh, as manager of the of the Thunder. Um, you know, uh, I think that this team is, uh, is, is a team to obviously reckon with and a driving force uh, moving forward um, in the uh, American slash Central, uh, excuse me, American slash National Division. Uh, updated standings right now. We'll start in the Central Division. This one is super close. Uh, the top five teams are all 
separated by a half game. Uh, the Sugar Kings lead the way at five and three. Uh, then we have the Angels, Braves, and Red Sox all sitting at four, three, and one. The Palm Beach Heat sit at five and four. Uh, and then the Warriors round out the Central Division at one and eight. Uh, the way that the, the the things work out right now with the win percentage, um, everybody is within a half a game of the Sugar Kings with the exception of the Warriors. They're four and a half games out. In the American Division, the aforementioned Thunder lead the way at seven and one. They trailed, they're being trailed by the JEG Reds, who are six and two and one game behind. The Cree Bay Stars at four, two and one. They're two back. The Delray Nationals sit at two, four and one. They're four games behind. And then the St. Lucie Tribe sit at zero oh and nine. And last but certainly not least in the National Division, leading the way in that one is the Palm Beach Hurricanes. They are seven, one and one. The South Florida Beach Bums sit at 5-2-1. The Marlins sit at 4-3-1. The Diamondbacks are at 2-6. And, and the Boca Dirtbags currently sit at 1-7. That is your trip around the scoreboard. That is your trip around the standings. Uh, as we now transition to everybody's favorite portion of the show. That is old Beer League Vegas odds. Um, full slate of games this week. Uh, obviously, I will not talk about uh, the Tribe slash Heat game. From Dyer Park at twelve thirty, due to uh, yeah, it's me. Um, I'm a part of Tribe. I can't sit here and mix uh, business and personal. Um, no Ivani uh, for this one. Flying solo. Um, my work schedule's been too crazy. I'm actually recording this super late at night, so uh, unfortunately, no, not able to link up with Ivani. Um, sorry about that, guys. My work schedule will get easier as soon as Christmas is gone because I work for Amazon, and we're busy right now, so. Please bear with me. I'm going to get the interview segments coming back too because I know those are a big thing that you guys like to listen to. Um, but with my schedule being as crazy as it is right now, I'm recording nights at, shoot, 12, 1 o'clock at night, one thirty at night. So just bear with me on the interview segments. They're going to come back as soon as I, I get a little bit more uh, stability on, on days off and stuff like that. All right, let's go around the docket for this week. Uh, we'll start the 9 a.m. slates and then we'll go to the 12.30 slates. From Little Fenway, game number one, the Palm Beach Diamondbacks will take on the Boca Dirtbags. I have the Diamondbacks going off at minus 135. I have the Dirtbags at plus 130. I have the over-under in this game set at 11.5. I'm going to take the Diamondbacks by a final score of 7-3. to three. We'll move to the West Point and Athletic Complex for the second 9 o'clock game. It is the Palm Beach Marlins versus the South Florida Beach Bums. Uh, I have this over-under currently set at 7.5. Um, I have the Marlins at minus 105. I have the Beach Bums at minus 105. I think this is your game of the week. Uh, I have the Marlins eking out a nail-biter by a final score of 3-2. to two. From Dyer Park, the 9 a.m. game, we'll see the Cree Bay Stars, who I have going off at minus 125, taking on the Warriors, who I have at plus 140. 9.5 is the over-under for this one. I have the Stars by a final score of 7-2. to two. And the final 9 a.m. tilt from Seminole Palms in West Palm Beach, We'll see the Palm Beach Thunder taking on the Palm Beach Angels. I have the Thunder at minus 185. I have the Angels at plus 185. I have the over-under set at 7.5. I'm going to take the Thunder by a final score of 6-1. to one. We now move to the 12-30 slate of games. Uh, we'll start West Point and Athletic Complex. It is the Palm Beach Hurricanes taking on the Palm Beach Red Sox. I have the Hurricanes at minus 130. I have the Red Sox at plus 125. Over-under in this game I have set at 10.5. I'm going to take the Hurricanes to win this one by a final score of 7-4. to four. The 12-30 game from Dyer Park is the Port St. Lucie Tribe taking on the Palm Beach Heat. 
obviously will not, like I said, give you guys uh, anything more than I think that this game is going to be a good one. I think it's going to be a fun game. Look forward to playing against Jeff and those guys. Uh, I love watching all their social media posts. Uh, so I can't wait to see those guys uh, in person and, and get to play against them uh, and see what that team can bring. Cause I know that they have a bunch of really good players. Um, Drew Pascal, Steven Skeen, uh, Lilman. Um, I used to play with Juan. I've seen Juan come from, you know, the, the start to being a, an excellent pitcher for them. Um, you know, Mike and Steve Cardona, um, I think that's a good team over there. Uh, looking forward to playing against them. Looking forward to sharing the field with them. Uh, should be a fun one. Uh, from Little Fenway, the twelve thirty game sees the Delray Nationals taking on the Sugar Kings. I have the Nationals at minus one thirty five. I have the Sugar Kings at plus one forty. Over under set at thirteen and a half. I'm going to take the Nationals by a final score of eight to four. And last but certainly not least, on this full slate of games from Seminole Palms, it is the JEG Reds taking on the Palm Beach Braves. This should be a good one. I think this one's interesting. I have the Reds going off, though, at minus 155. I have the Braves going off at plus 125. Braves coming off of a big win last week. Um, I have the over-under set at 9.5. I am going to take the Reds, though, to, to hold serve here. Uh, final score, my prediction, is 6-4. to four. Um, Got a lot of fun stuff uh, coming up. Um, but I want to do this now while we, while we have a few minutes before I wrap this thing up. Guys, the All-Star game is uh, rapidly approaching. Um, as is the tournament that we're having here um, in January. Uh, if you, by chance, have not already, if your team is interested in playing in the kickoff classic, um, I, I say that you should talk to your managers or see what you guys can get done. Reach out to Dave uh, as soon as possible so that we can lock in uh, teams from the league uh, before we have to open uh, full uh, registration to uh, anybody outside of the, the Palm Beach bubble. Um, so if you haven't already, or if you're interested in more information, head over to the website, palmbeachbaseball.com, or you can reach out to me uh, or Dave uh, for more information upon that stuff. Uh, All-Star Game, um, it is coming up. The end of the regular season currently sits uh, as February 12th, um, with title games being Sunday the 26th, um, trying to for, figure out for sure what uh, what date we can do the all-star game. Um, I'm working on that stuff right now. So bear with me on that. Um, I think I'm going to try to do something a little different than we did uh, last season, but we'll talk about that more uh, on later episodes. What I'm saying here though, from what I need from you guys, um, obviously I haven't uh, gotten a ton of box scores from the Thanksgiving holiday. Um, I need managers and teammates and players uh, to think of players to nominate for the game. Um, nominate anyone that you think. Uh, I think we're going to go with the uh, 32 and under versus 33 and over um, format. Uh, I'm going to see what the what the numbers end up looking like uh, before I verify that. Um, so managers, what I ask from you, please, if you can, uh, anyone that you nominate, if you can get their age uh, and just send that over with the nominees. Uh, any nominees you have, please send to me on Instagram at FatKidCertifiedSE or on the email for the show, which is podcastpbbaseball at gmail.com. Again, podcastpbbaseball at gmail.com. Send me any nominees that you have from your team or if you think that there's somebody from another team that deserves nominations. Uh, I'm willing to take any and all nominations um, so that I can get uh, 
more people involved in this all-star game because uh, the last one was a lot of fun and I think it's just going to be more fun moving forward. So if you can just reach out to me with nominees uh, and just try to get me positions that they play and age so that I can kind of get this figured out uh, sometime in advance. Uh, I'm working on a date. Bear with me on that. I hope to announce that in the next couple weeks. Um, but other than that, guys, that's all I got uh, for this week. Um, I appreciate you guys uh, keep me motivated to do this thing, reaching out to me and telling me things that, that you like to hear, what you don't like to hear, so that I can uh, make this thing the best thing that I can for this league. Uh, if you haven't already, or if you don't know, uh, follow the league on Facebook. Um, follow us. I believe there's a Twitter for us. I don't know that Dave really uses Twitter all that much. Um, you can follow me on Twitter if you want, at they call me Burn B-E-R-N, last four letters, uh, like my last name. Um, that's all I got, though. Uh, it's been a fun, uh, been a fun little uh, short show, uh, quick, easy, and to the point. Hopefully next week's a little bit longer because I will have uh, more games to review and recap. Uh, but that's all I got, guys. I appreciate you all hanging out with me tonight, uh, today, yesterday, whatever day you're listening to this thing. Um, and we will see you guys on the Diamond this weekend uh, for more Sunny Days and Double Plays, a Palm Beach Baseball Podcast. <laughs>